who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. The 2024 Subaru Outback Wilderness is built to take you further off the beaten path. It has 9.5 inches of ground clearance paired with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, plus off-road wheels, rugged all-terrain tires, and advanced dual-function X-Mode to help get you through deep snow, gravel, and mud. The 2024 Subaru Outback Wilderness. Adventure elevated. To explore all you can do with the rugged Subaru Wilderness family of vehicles, visit Subaru.com wilderness. Chelsea Whitelock. And, and we, we love, love scams! scams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yay! Hi guys, we love scams, we love you. Welcome to another episode of Scam on Podcast with my quarantine wife. <laughs> that is true. We were definitely for sure family. Yes. I mean art. Art. Guys, I'm so excited. We have Chelsea with us today. Chelsea is one of my closest friends in the world. We became even closer, we spent every day together during COVID. And then I think I was saying on this podcast, like the listeners know, like people have heard me talk about Chelsea and Sully. Like they've heard me talk about our little homeschooling thing we had to do when our kids were two and three. And so Chelsea, I finally got her onto my podcast. I want her to go on forever. Now she's not a fan of scams for great reasons because scams fuck things up, but she's a fan of Muppets. That is true. (laughs) The biggest. The biggest. And so we're doing the summer of scam movies we're doing is the great Muppet caper. Are caper scams. Yeah. 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 Burglaries, scams. Yeah. But they're they're also like, okay, so scams, a lot of, because we go back and forth with that. We're like, is just a flat out robbery a scam? Like, no. When you're just saying like, you know, when you barge in, guns a-blazing, say like, hold up, it's the police. Like, you know, not the police, whatever it is. You know, we're taking over this place. That's not, that's a robbery. But yeah, like a, a high class burglary yeah, is a scam. A jewel heist. A jewel heist. From within the family. That's, that's it's a scam. so scammy. So scammy. And this also, we realized that, so we watched The Great Muppet Caper. And Chelsea and I also just watched it together. We did. And I, we realized that like that was the peak of our upbringing. <laughs> like there was so much of my life. Everything we learned about <laughs> comedy, we learned about from the Muppets from in the, the Muppets. 80s. Yes. My God, the comedic timing. So it was really just from like a couple old Jewish men making funny voices, like solidified. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Piggy in our lives. 
Yes. Miss Piggy is the ultimate icon for all of us. All of us. Millennial feminist women. To this day. Mm -hmm. to, to on and on. So what was your favorite part of the movie? Oh, man. How do you pick a favorite I know. part? Okay, so would, we can, well, you could start at the beginning. I think I'm just tempted to say all of the musical numbers. Oh, my God. Because, you know, in addition to... Oh, Chelsea is a musical theater I do, I do musical theater, or did. You do. I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up, so That's we'll see okay. if we stick with that or we'll not. We'll see. No, Chelsea's incredible. She toured with Annie. She did musical theater. She's doing it. She met her husband on tour. She's a performer, actress, singer, dancer, triple threat. You know it. Which is Probably. really fun. When's the last time I took a dance class? It doesn't matter. Can I still call myself a triple threat? Yes. 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 We're all calling it. Because uh -huh. no one else is taking dance classes. Nope. You, can, you don't have to blame it on having a child. Blame it on COVID. You can blame it on all of it. That's you can blame it on all of it. Blame it on all of it. Oh my the God. world's falling apart. It's the fine. world's falling apart. Oh, speaking of which, I went through a tiny mini breakdown and dyed my hair platinum blonde. <laughs> and it's so cute. Chelsea was the first one to notice on Instagram. She's like, did you do it? Because I've been talking about wanting to dye my hair. There's something about owning your presence as an a performer. Like I always had very neutral hair in case I got cast in anything or if I got a callback for something that I'd always be able to have the same kind of hair, the same look in case they needed me. And then I was like, the world's falling apart. I'm going, I'm doing the blonde that I've always wanted to do. See, I did the opposite because yeah. I was like, when I see myself in my head, I see like big blonde hair. Yeah. And I have not had blonde hair since I uh, went a little postal and did the mid quarantine complete head shave. Yeah, I love it. Two Chelsea years ago. did it. She did it, guys. She just was like, I'm shaving all the hair off. And that was actually, I, and I made my husband do it. And he made me, he was like, you need to think about this. Your hair is like 90, like you always say that your hair is 90% of your identity. It's uh, true. Which well, there's isn't something true, like, but I really did feel that as like yeah. a blonde woman. I felt like my entire identity tied up in it because all my heroes were like Miss Piggy, Elle Woods, Vanna White. Yes. What am I going to do? Yes, all those Playboy characters. Oh, yeah. And blonde. Oh. Dolly Parton, come on. Yes. The thing, too, is that, like, it, hair doesn't have to be your identity, but then when you do something like a very iconic type of hair, or if you go for a very distinct red or something, or a, a purple that you've had for years, then it becomes a part of your look and a part yeah. of, like, your style. And so that's when you were like, we're done with it. Yeah. How did you feel after you took it all off? Oh, it was uh, very liberating. Yeah. Um, and like, I just needed so much less product and time to get ready. It was fun. But also like now I'm like, oh, I wish I would have done it earlier in quarantine. So my hair would be longer now. I'm definitely going back blonde at some point. When I saw yeah. Katie's hair, I was like, damn it. It looks good. Now that's not why you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> yes. We're going to talk about hair for an hour. <laughs> no, we're talking about the great Muppet Keeper. There, there were so many scams in this movie. I wrote them all down. Oh, that's good. There were so many, so many going on. So I, this movie to me, and Alan said, you can't talk about Miss Piggy and Kermit without admitting that, like, that's our relationship. That's true. <laughs> that Alan's Kermit, a journalist, and I'm Miss Piggy, a con artist, you know, who wants to be famous. It's and a high fashion model. Yes, I wish, I wish <laughs> I was a high fashion model, but I do sort of look like, you know, a short pig. And it's, that's, that's who we are. That's who we are, you At know? least you're blonde now. At least. So you're closer so to I'm it. I'm closer to her. Okay, so it starts with Kermit and, what's the Fozzie Bear? Kermit? Yeah, they go into England. They're dropped Scam off. Scam number one. Scam number one. They're not twins. They're not twins. <laughs> they decide to go to England. Scam number two, it's not a real flight. They just throw Muppets off the plane. They don't land. So, like, no. your stop off in England is really just, like, uh, open door. Yeah, you don't, and you don't get, like, nuts in, like, fifth class mm -hmm. or whatever it is no. they say. You're with, like, weird rodents, and then you get dropped off the plane. And then, then they decide that they're going to 
find, investigate a recent jewel heist. And the woman who constantly gets her jewels stolen is Lady Holiday. Played by the lovely Diana Riggs. Ugh. She was also, her character was like the, uh, the epicenter of elegance to me. The way yes. she spoke, the way she moved her posture. When she's like the straight man of the movie, but in doing so, she's maybe the funniest one of all of Exquisite. them. Exquisite. Because much like Michael Caine in the, Muppets, yes. in the Muppet Christmas Carol, if you are playing the scene as if you are talking to real actors and these stakes are really high and very real... It just makes it all the more absurd. It's genius. So good. Yes, it's so good. And so she is this fancy fashion designer from a very rich family, and she's fabulous. And she has an incredible she she seems like a horrible boss and quite the bitch, but also the kind of woman you wanted to be in the 80s. You know, like oh, yeah. also like fine. The <laughs> definition of girl boss. Yes. But yeah, and in the 80s, she would insult everyone who worked for her and everybody waited on her hand and foot, and that was what you wanted to be. <laughs> and that's also probably why they wanted to rob her. Yes. So okay, so <laughs> the Ms. moral Piggy, of the story is if you're a nice boss, your employees might not rob you. You might, but might but not. But they also But at the Happiness might. Hotel, everyone was nice, and that place was a trash heap. That's true. You know, with horrible Murphy beds. So Okay, so so Miss Piggy comes in. She wants to be a fashion model, and the her portfolio is exquisite. Is exquisite black and white photos of a subtle change of the eyeball, you know, eyebrow, and they it's say it's just a change of costume. Yeah, oh yeah, change of costume. Yeah, so funny. And then um, Lady Holiday says, like, well, you obviously can't be a fashion model. You can be a secretary. And uh, it met with jubilation. She you just, just get the best the, comedic timing. The uh, the classic Muppet sort of just flailing about with excitement. Just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my essence. I saw it. It was so great. So then as she's there as the secretary, Kermit comes in to interview Lady Holiday, but it turns out it's Miss Piggy. And right away, Miss Piggy lies to him. Scam number two. Scam. Probably right. like four by now, really. Yeah, real, there's a couple scams in there. But she just comes in real strong, like, yeah, I'm Lady Holiday, and falls into a trash can, you know, and is the damsel Classic. in distress. Classic. And she says she's going to meet Kermie at... 17 Highbrow Street. Yeah, he said, you probably live at someplace like Highbrow Street. She said, that's it. <laughs> and so they're trying to figure out, it's such a funny scene, where where they live, what time to meet. And they're just completely in love. Completely in love. And like when Kermit's just there, he, he's just leaning against the doorframe, oh. smitten. And that's all you want in life. You just want someone to lean against the doorframe, stare at you from afar while you're talking to yourself. Yeah, (sighs) while you're talking to yourself. Like, (laughs) Miss Piggy was in her own dream world, and he loved that, Yeah, you know? And that's what we need in partners. So, oh, the Lady Holiday did say, watch out for her brother, before she left. Lady Holiday told Miss Piggy, you can't trust my brother. He's used the family credit cards. He does nothing on his own. He's a degenerate. Yes, he's lost his money since college, and... Something about her famous baseball diamond. She mentioned it. It's yeah. a diamond called the baseball diamond. Yeah, she, I think she says, I wouldn't be surprised if th- or the thief goes after my baseball diamond next. Right, so she doesn't know who the thief is. We know it's Charles Grodin. Yes. Right, we already know that. Yeah, yeah we you know, know that. You learned that in the opening number. Real fast. And you know that her models are also in it with Charles Grodin. Her fashion models are his little... Carla, Marla, and Darla. Yeah, great, great job. Good job you know that. I had with no the, idea. With the looks. So gorgeous. So gorgeous. I'm obsessed. And like the 80s makeup, the amount of just like cheekbone blush. Oh. You know, that's the thing. If I do eye makeup and lip makeup, I'm like, I look like an 80s, an 80s icon. Like it's not, it was like this 90s where you could have pencil thin eyeliner and like pencil thin eyebrows. And then the 
2000s where it was like a white blush lip like the Mm -hmm. lip was like nude and you looked like you were dying or freezing cold and then luckily (laughs) it's come back to like lots of makeup which is what I love yeah we all just want to look like Miss Piggy the 80s excesses that's it alive and well that's it sure I mean I always used to live like when I when I open the closet in the morning it's like you know you have a closet full of clothes and nothing to wear it's like none of these clothes represent who I want to dress up as today today yes (laughs) I'm like and I like at some point it's like it's like that old adage you know dress for the job you want not the job you have and I was like if I want to dress in a costume every day what does that mean about me <laughs> oh okay you, I'm an actor you are an actress I want to dress for like the mental state I wish oh sure <laughs> like are you happy and content <laughs> just like sunshine and rainbows yeah, all over there yeah stable and financially secure that's what I want to dress as <laughs> okay so so where are we <laughs> where are we okay so now Kermie thinks that Miss Piggy is Lady Holiday and is so excited but we also know that Kermie's trying to, like, impress her a little bit. He's putting yes. on the duds. He's yes. doing the number. He's trying to act a little more fancy than he is, right. too. He's scamming as well. And he goes back to the... They're staying at the Highway Hotel. Happiness Hotel. Happiness Hotel. Which dump. has... Pure dump. Pure dump. Full of Muppets. I would live there in a second. Yeah, but it's terrified of Murphy beds. I was like, every Murphy bed's going to kill me. <laughs> I never trusted Murphy I was going to say, even though none of them died in the Murphy bed. They all just, like, went up in it. And squished. But yeah. I was like, I don't think I'd make it out of that. You know, as being a person and not a Muppet, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, they're so bendable. So he goes back. All of his friends are dressing him up for the date that then we find that they are eventually all going on. (laughs) His friends do join him. But he meets. So Miss Piggy meets Kermie at 17 Highbrow Street. By Which is where we get our cameo from John Cleese. So good. And the curtains, guys, I don't know if you guys remember, the curtains were these, that like wavy 1920s curtain that Very was like, dra- like drapey. drapey. And oh my God, as a child, I was like, that's glam. <laughs> if I could ever have curtains like that, that I'll That is the be... definition of fancy pants. That's it. I was like, that's Miss Fancy Pants. And so Piggy is breaking into the house so that Kermie can ring the doorbell and think that it's her house. And the joke is that, like, John Calise and his partner are so incredibly wealthy, nothing matters. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's a pig on the drain pipe. Yeah, it was so good. He did such a good job. Yeah. And she's freaking out and falling in and falling downstairs. Just and physical comedy at its finest. Perfect physical comedy. Just if our buddies had no bones, you know, we would just really be able to make those moves happen. Yeah. But actually, I've still tried to make those moves happen. Yeah, you, know, you, know, it's, you still try to fling your body at Hurts us a little more. Stairs. Our recovery time is long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so John Calise then tells them where to go for dinner. It's a supper club and it's not a, a restaurant. Yes, and it's like dancing. And so Kermit's there with his buddies and Miss Piggy. And the dinner's too expensive. Kermit can't afford it. Miss Piggy can't afford it. That's another scam that we're just waiting to happen. But they don't even get to the dinner because we meet Charles Grodin, who is the actual Miss Holiday's brother. And, and the jewel thief. And the jewel thief, and he is such a hot stud. My God, he is so sexy, and he is so sexually attracted to Miss Piggy, <laughs> which is, which is really when you want to be Miss Piggy the most. I mean, his beeline for Miss Piggy—that's sexual energy. I, as a child, I was like, "That's that's what you want. <laughs> you want it's, a predator." It's, 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 it's a little alarming, but also extremely sexy. <laughs> And, and like complimentary. Oh, yeah. Like it's not just like, I'm going to get you. It's like, you are a rapture of beauty and you're taking my life over and I can't live without you. And it's like, that's what that genuinely, as me, I want people to say that to me. 
Don't worry, Caitlin. You're ravishing. Thank I you want you so much. Um, yeah. So Charles Gordon goes crazy over her, is distracted by her, and that night, that night, the the models come in. His psychic models come in through the back door because the Char- accomplices in crime. Yeah. So this is the big crime guy. So Charles Grodin, as the brother, decided that at this dinner with his the real Lady Holiday, that somehow they're they're being. Miss Piggy is able to avoid Kermit meeting real Lady Holiday right now. They're at competing tables, but they're there at the same night. Yeah, they get to the dance number just fine. Just fine. Um, beautiful dance number. Beautiful gowns. That's yes. A beautiful chandelier. Oh, yes. Oh. Art Deco. Just Eleganza. Elegance. Just like chiffon to the nines. It's so And like beautiful. ostrich feathers on <gasps> Miss Piggy. That was really like when ostrich feathers looked great. Oh, yeah. And they were pastels. I mean, guys, it was just such a feast for your eyes. And really, so this was made up by a, a bunch of costumers making fun of Muppets. But as a child, I was like, this is it. <laughs> they weren't making fun of Muppets. No. They were making fun of the like the, the 80s. Rich, yes, yeah. yes. I loved it so much. So... The Charles Roden scam is he goes into the back where the kitchen exit is, the back entrance. He um, trips the lock so that it's easy to be entered. And then his accomplices, the models that work for Lady Holiday during the day, are dressed in all black, fancy as hell, get out. Fierce. All of their accomplices are so fierce. Gorgeous. They come in through the kitchen door. Nobody bats an eye. <laughs> Just these beautiful men coming out of the kitchen. And not subtle. Not and, subtle. And they're, and they're, we're about to rob the place. Kind yeah, of very slinking around. You, there's like actually like mirrors in the place where you see them from multiple angles. Like it's very clear that these ladies are up to no good. The lights go out. The necklace is stolen. And the real Lady Holiday freaks out. Yes. And Everybody goes to her. That's where we learn that Miss Piggy is not Lady Holiday. Yes, that's revealed. Also, during this time, Charles Grodin is so entranced with Lady Holiday's necklace, his sister's necklace, that he looks like he's about to like lick her breast. Like he's so close to her and he's like breathing on the necklace that as a kid, I was like, that's hot. Like, he's like, predatory <laughs> on every level. He's like predatory for duels. He just wants things. Duel. I didn't think it was like anything weird. I'm like, oh, they're brother and sister. I forgot they were brother and sister. And I was like, he's so in love with everyone. Well, also, she's extremely British and he doesn't have an accent. You're like, how are they related? Yeah, that's not real. Yeah. Anyway, so I only just now thought of that. Yeah, me too. Me too. After seeing it hundreds of times. times. Yeah, all yeah. of our years. So they, the lights go out. They come back on. Lady Holiday screams. Everyone says, oh my God, Lady Holiday. And then... Um, Kermit, being the investigative reporter he is, finally realizes this pig is not Lady Holiday. This stunning, stunning specimen. Yes, stunning woman in heels is not who we thought she was. So they leave, the whole thing's over. They think they've caught the guy because they got him on camera. Right, this whole time Gonzo is taking pictures of women's legs, but it's actually their kneecaps. Like, you think Gonzo's a creep? He's but doing he- a think piece on kneecaps. Yeah, kneecaps. But he's taking, a photographic essay, if you will. Yeah, and, and it's funny because at first you're like, oh, what a creep. But it's really interesting. Kneecap. Oh, but yeah, that's when he finds out that they're going to rob, they're going to go rob the baseball diamond from the Mallory Gallery at four o'clock on Tuesday or whatever. I don't think he knows it's him yet. He doesn't know who Charles Grodin is yet. Yeah, he doesn't realize it's Nikki. Yes, the, the brother. Character. Yeah. So, but he's been taking pictures on his camera. And when the jewels were stolen from Lady Holiday at that dinner, he snapped a picture right then. So he actually got it on film. So the boys all go back to their um, Happiness Hotel. In the the community bathroom at the Happiness Hotel. Yeah. They've made a dark room to yes, develop the film. to develop their film, classic film. And at that point was when I realized I wanted to be a photographer. 
this this movie really changed my life. I was like, chemicals and dipping? That's so fun. And like fierce red lighting. <laughs> red yes. lighting, yes. And like, you can't go into this room because something's happening. I don't know. It was dangerous, but also just developing film. So for me, that was like the level of danger. Well, but the door opens, it ruins the film. Right. The stakes are high, the drama is real. It's so real. The Muppets open, so they see that it's Charles Gordon. Yes. The Muppet, uh, Kermit, um, Fozzie, Fozzie? Yeah, yeah, Kermit, Fozzie, Fozzie and Gonzo. and Gonzo all see that it's Charles Grodin who stole the jewels. As they're holding the picture in the dark room, the Muppets burst open and it ruins the negative and they've lost their evidence. So no now evidence. they're trying to find a way that they can get him in person. Yes. Okay. So then cut to a fashion show with Lady Holiday, which... Oh, the most amazing fashion show. Transforms... It's what is glamour. Well, and if you also think back to like like the old Hollywood movies, like in Singing in the Rain yes. and like, I don't, they're all, like movies funny from that face. era. Remember funny Face? Funny Face, yes. yes, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. And they all had these like elaborate fashion moments. Beautiful. With like, for no reason. Yards of fabric Yards too. of fabric, colors that were just beautiful. It's very that. Yes, and it's like, it's this idea of like, okay, you have a beautiful pastel dress and the dress doesn't end with you because you have some besheveled <laughs> seamstress running after you with like yards and yards of fabric. Mm -hmm. Like all of these things involved the room was decorated in fabric. Like the dress lived on in these scenes. Oh yeah, over and it's over gorgeous. again. Oh my god, it was so pretty. And pastels oh. and gorgeous. Reminds me of my mom's seventies for my aunt Kathy's wedding. She wore this seventies bridesmaids dress that was a beautiful chiffon print that I'd never seen before, and I used to wear it all the time. Of course, couldn't fit into it; was falling in it. But it was just this idea of like a organza and chiffon and just luxury. Oh, so much luxury. And that's what I want. I want like an accordion luxury collar. Oh, yeah. And now that I have this hair, I'm going to do it, you know? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Why not? If Who you cares? can't be a frilly fashion icon like Miss Piggy, <laughs> Why who can not? you be? Who can you be? So the fashion show is starting and Piggy is there. She's under Lady Holiday's good graces. Yeah, she's know? like being a little seamstress. She looks she's like a sensible wardrobe lady. Yes, she has like a tape measure around her shoulder. She's doing stuff. She's got a sensible pony. Hair's sensible back. Pony. All business. And Which you, you never see, you never see Piggy with her hair. You never see Piggy in a pony. No, she's no. always got her L Woods luscious blonde Big locks. Curls and like Unless it was great Muppet Caper or no, Muppet Sake Manhattan when she had her perm, because that was like peak oh, 80s that's also. Great. That's great. I mean, you know, Chelsea is a Muppet expert. I didn't mention that. I know you love them, but you are like the expert. It's because I just love them so much. I know, but you know everyone. You know everyone. You know every reference. Your dog's name's Gonzo. No, my, no. my dog's name is Bonzo. But... Bonzo, but we call him Gonzo. Yeah. <laughs> Your son named his butterfly Gonzo. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, they had butterflies at school. And also, I'm just going to say this because they had the best butterfly names. The butterflies' names at school were Emily, Brian, <laughs> Rosie, and Gonzo. Like, Ugh. just kids should name everything. They should name everything. I... Fucking love them. I, I think Brian is my favorite name. Though. Brian is great. Just because, like, so human. So stable. And so mundane. So, such a butterfly name. Like, yep. really? Like, more butterflies should be called Brian. Hey, Brian. <laughs> now, next time you see your friend Brian, be like, were you a butterfly in a past life in a classroom? Maybe. 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 We don't know, Brian. Okay, so. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> getting back. Fashion so, show. Fashion shows. So, they're in these drapery gowns, which really, when you look at the fashion, it's just gathered fabric in a tube top that flows to the ground. And that, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it I so mean, much. some of them have some structure. It looks like there's going to be some corseting involved. Some corseting. Some, some are like very tunic style, very caftan. I God, it was beautiful. And so Lady Holiday is insulting all of her models, <laughs> telling people they look like barn animals. You're like, they, you know, stop chewing gum. 
your uh, your false eyelashes are falling out, just really being the powerhouse she is. Yeah, I was going to say, she's, she's uh, oh, what's her name from the Devil Wars Prada? Oh, yeah, that one. Or definitely like the Anna Winter of her time. But who's yeah. the fake one? Miranda. So she, they're doing the fashion show. It's going beautifully. Beautifully. It's so gorgeous. I think, is Charles Gordon in the fashion show? Is he he's, watching? He's there. No, he's in the back. Because he's, I think, supposed to like technically work for whatever the design company is, the, the house. Working with her, yeah, yeah, his sister. But he falls in love with Miss Piggy hard. Yeah. Like he's and you just see like. It, but he knows that he has to frame her for this jewel robbery or they'll never get away with it. Yes. And the way he talks about how fascinated he is with her is just classic Charles Gordon. Like he does it such a good job. Yeah. His like obsession and lust and, but admiration. He's definitely a predator and creepy, but he's, it's because he adores her so much, which I'm not, I'm not making excuses. Yes. <laughs> which is a problem for a whole generation of men, but his love for her is so real and so genuine. I was going to say, and, and not even just love, there's lust, lust. There, And you see it. And that acting is just chef's kiss. Cause Amazing. you're like, this man is in love with this pig puppet. Yes. Behind that is a person with his hand stuck up a puppet and his acting is so good. <laughs> That as a child, I was like, that's love. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. So you realize that he, Miss Piggy leaves to go help with the dresses and Charles Gordon has a breakdown with his model thieves. And he says, I know we have to do this, but I don't want to do this to her. I love her. I'm so crazy about her, but I know we have to frame her. So you're ready for Miss Piggy at some point to get framed for something. So then the fashion show happens and- One of the models trips and goes down, classic showgirl style. I mean, Perfect. I guess not showgirls because nobody, it's a fake trip. Yeah. She's doing it to herself. There's no marbles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fake trip. And then- Just acting. Miss Piggy asks if she's okay. And they said, you need to take your place. And immediately she drops the model's head on the floor and it's like the funniest <laughs> And like looks at the camera with an open mouth <laughs> smile. It's amazing comedic timing. Really, they, so much of my life was made from this movie. Absolutely. So then... Well, because here's the thing with Muppet Comedy. They will put in any joke, no matter how stupid. Mm. And like with the signs at the end when they're like, oh, we're still not there yet. They just That's put... So if it's, They're like, if it's a joke, even if it's not very funny, we're putting it in. And because of that, it will be funny. Okay, so then he says, Miss Piggy, we need you to be the swimsuit model. And Chelsea, you've said, why hasn't Drag Race done this costume? This costume like, is gorgeous. It's a cupcake liner. An accordion chiffon in like a sequined silver bodysuit bikini thing. Like a 1920s style like bathing mm -hmm. suit though, like very like kind of like drop waist, but one piece with a little yes. brooch on the top. Yes. And this epic robe. And she has these silver heels that she wears throughout. Mm -hmm. And then we have the dream sequence that really... The Esther Williams water ballet dream sequence. Exquisite. Which Stunning. I repeated over and over again as a kid in the water. Anytime we went to the pool, I was like, I need some time by myself because I'm dancing like Miss Piggy. <laughs> yeah, well, and like Miss Piggy's hair in this, the underwater oh, Flipping up. her hair into that, like... It, this plus Little Mermaid was why I was just in the water the most of my oh, childhood. For sure. I was just like, this is how to be elegant is to be submerged in a tank of water. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that's it. So Miss Piggy is dancing. She's dancing in her clothes. All these, I couldn't get over. And like her her chonky legs. Oh, just thick thighs saves lives. Just such great she, pulpies. Oh, she's the best. She's body positivity before it was a movement. Yeah, she's iconic. Now, I remember as a kid being shocked that makeup could stay underwater. <laughs> and then I was like, I've got to know more about this makeup thing. Because <laughs> her makeup's not moving. She's a Muppet, but like the other um, oh, sure. synchronized, the synchronized swimmers, swimmers looked gorgeous. Yeah, well, like there's a certain type of makeup you had used for that. Might have been actual grease paint. I don't know. Yeah, it might have been lead poisoning, but it looked 
great. It did. I know that we have to like go back and investigate the. Uh, the Are they moves. dead? Yeah. <laughs> did that kill? Did them? they survive? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So then Charles Grodin and so there's a song in this dream sequence. She's singing a song, and Charles Grodin and Kermit are singing, and they have these little cameos where they look like in these little ovals, and they're singing to her. She's floating in the water. Very operatic. Every day, yes. Miss Piggy. Keep going. That's all I got. Okay. Oh, you're so good. But and it's just more and really more. Guy. He just sings the words Miss Piggy over yes, and over. Chelsea. That's a pretty solid impression. I'm proud it's of that. It's really one. good. I should be a baritone. You'd be whatever the fuck you want to be. <laughs> so they then it turns out she's rudely awakened because she fell into the fountain. At yes, the and this was all show. a dream. It was all a dream. But it was a dream that was incredibly aspirational for me. I was like, I need to find gowns. I need to find a liquid, you know, I can swim in. And I need to find men to fight over me, you know? Yeah. That was it. But you but really just give me the water. Give me the life. water. Yeah. So Charles Grodin runs out to save Miss Piggy after she falls into the water. He puts a coat around her, and in the coat he slips the necklace he stole the previous night. Minus the diamonds. They've taken yes. all the diamonds out. The diamonds are missing. So when Miss Piggy pulls it out of her pocket and says, I don't think this belongs to me, they're like, oh, shit, Miss Piggy did it. Yes, and everyone's mad at her. They take her away, and Charles Grodin is like, Oh, he does this like wailing. Yes, it's good. So good. He's so conflicted. So conflicted. He's just sobbing. I was taking pictures this whole time too, which is wonderful. He's a great, great investigative reporter. Yeah, photographer. photographer? Great. I mean, he's, that's that's a lot of titles. I don't it's a, know. And it's not what we are. It's not what we come from. Yeah. So we recognize though that he's doing great at his job. He's doing great. <laughs> yeah, he's really really spectacular. They go to the Mallory Gallery, which is. The set is basically like a castle, which to me, I was like, uh, that's the most beautiful place I've ever seen. I was going to say, I think we missed one scene where oh. Kermit has to do another scam and he's scamming the, the popo because he's going to go <gasps> pretend to be Miss Piggy's lawyer. You might have gone to the bathroom during this part. No, no. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Okay. So Kermit, Miss Piggy's in the slammer. They say, Piggy, your lawyer's coming. And it was Kermit and he lied. He totally lied he for totally her. He did. That was such a good lie. He's I got his little like fake mustache on. They have a little kissy scene. The mustache ends up on Piggy. Oh, yes. He gets, like, the bar marks on his face. It's very cute. It's so cute. That's what love is, you know? And that's why that's why I love my marriage. <laughs> you know, we're, we're exactly the same. Because he would come visit you in a slammer. And he would. Kiss, he would kiss you definitely, with his mustache. Yeah. Definitely kiss me in a slammer. So then we're at the Mallory Gallery. And, okay, now we're fast forward to the night of the robbery where they're trying to get the baseball diamonds. Now, what I also found fascinating as a child, and even now, the gear, the James Bond tech of it all, like... Charles Grodin and his three models are in a and the all black cat suits. Oh, it's so hot and so sexy and so criminal. If you're gonna commit a robbery, look good. You gotta full look cat good. suit or get out of here. Give me that eyeliner. You know? Yeah. They had some chains that weren't even useful. You know, some like belts that didn't need. Yeah, to be and like there. it all looked like a vaguely fetish wear. It was all yes. very like, black and silver and chains. It's so sexy. Yeah, mm-hmm. they looked great, and it was like, wow. If this is an advertisement for being a burglar. I don't know what it is, you know? Yeah. Well, they all like, I guess they look like Bond girls, even though the Bond girls were usually good guys. I don't know. I don't know. Which is funny because Diana, who plays yes. Lady Holiday, was a Bond girl. Maybe the even original one. I don't know. She's so freaking hot. She She's... was also Lady Tyrell in, Game of, in Thrones, Game of Thrones, which is my favorite thing. She only plays ladies. Ladies, Lady that Tyrell, range. Lady Holiday. I mean, the acting, like she, she genuinely talks to a Muppet with such conviction. And then in Game of Thrones, she's murdering people. It, it's beautiful. She's beautiful. Oh, she was the best character on that the show. The best. The best. And also every time she was in a scene, in both movies, you just like stopped and you watched her and you said like, well, what do you, 
what should I be witnessing now? Like she yeah. tells you, hold on, I'm showing you so smart. the scene. And so stunning. So stunning. Oh God. If only I wasn't so squirrely. <laughs> um, and whenever, oh God, this is embarrassing. Whenever there's a scene that I don't understand and Chelsea has read so many scenes with me for auditions. If I don't really get what the character's saying, or there's something where I'm just like, I don't really agree with it, I say it really fast. And it doesn't mean that <laughs> it's clear or anything. And we'll be doing takes. And I'm just like, get through it. Just get through it. And I'm like, Chelsea, I can't use that one. Because I go, I say it really fast. It looks, it's not even, there's no way am I hiding that I don't get it. It does look like a child lying through her teeth or like trying to like hide a book report. Like, <laughs> yeah. if I don't know it, I just say it super fast to get it over. And you know, she doesn't do that. And that's why she's an amazing actress. I was saying, she slows it down and just, you know exactly what she's saying. And you know, she means it. She understands everything. She's so smart. She's so smart. She's never rushing her lines. Yeah, like or that. even if she isn't, the characters she plays are. So I just believe that she had to have been the smartest. She's on breath. She's relaxed. She's beautiful. Yeah. The most smartest. The most. So yeah, I'm going to think of her next time. I want to run through all of my scenes with you. Yeah. <laughs> or just next time you want to play something smart. Smart. Let's be smart. Let's be smarter. Okay, so the, the thieves climb up this castle like what is the mallory gallery supposed to be like an art gallery or like i mean is it just a castle it almost looks like british jewels like it almost looks like like where the crown jewels yes that was sort of the idea that it was such high tech now they climb up using um that claw what's the claw thing that they they use like ropes and they have all this technical stuff they have and lasers belts and and lasers yeah so they climb up it's so complicated they're so prepared so prepared they get to it's the only way to commit crime really is to be that whereas the Muppets have like banana peels and rubber chips. they're not right they're not quite there yet you no. know this is like new for them so but they're, they're all there and that's what matters is doing there. it together it's true so the so the robbers climb up they have laser like key openers they're opening doors everything's quiet perfectly they're unscrewing um glass openings and windows with all their tools the Muppets come in and try to bite the bars open and yes, like animals gonna bite through the, bar, bite the, through the iron bars. bars. Oh, because the entire cast of Happiness Hotel is coming to help. Yes, the entire Muppet Show is there. And the whole show. You got New Zealand. You got Beauregard. You got the deep cuts. Yeah, who's the one with the long hair that we love? Who Janice. The- Janice. Oh, Janice. Janice is the best. She's so such great. a hoe. So great. You know, you know, she has done the entire band, The Electric Mayhem. She has, you know, and but like in a good way. They all still get along. It's fine. No, they all get along, and they're like, and this is why they work in harmony. You know, they know each other intimately. Maybe, maybe that's just it. Maybe it's just Muppet orgy. Who knows? It is. It is. And then there's Beaker, and he's always there for a good time. Beaker and Bunsen. Bunsen. And then who's the one that's the terrible cab driver? Beauregard. Beauregard. He's wonderful. He's very silly. Very silly. And Wolf the dog. Rolf. 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 Sam the Eagle. Sam the Eagle's there. Everyone's there. So they try to break in. It doesn't work out. Then the brilliant idea that... The pizza delivery. A pizza delivery. So... They're going to get the security guard away and they're going to distract him with this whole... It's called Pizza Twins. Pizza Twins. That's what it is. <laughs> and they're bringing a pepperoni pizza to the delivery guy who says he hates pepperoni pizza. It's such a funny scene. And so they're asking him what his name is. They're telling him that's the name of the order. They go through all this stuff. And as the gate opens, the Muppets rush in. Yeah, the rest of them are going. And it is as loud and clunky as possible. But, you know, the guard is really concerned about the pepperoni pizza. <laughs> so the Muppets run in like chaos. And then the dogs, after they finish their pizza, chase after the Muppets inside the gates of yes. the Mallory Gallery. And they all got to shimmy up that drain they pipe. They shimmy up a drain pipe. 
as loud and clunky as nuts as can be with barking dogs and screaming. And it's so opposite. I was gonna say, and it's the moments like that and the moments <laughs> with like the bike riding scene where you go, how much fun could it have been for these creators to figure out how to make these puppets do these stupid things? Oh my God, yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. There's a bike riding scene. that Piggy like, and Kermit is riding bikes. And it, we saw this documentary on it that it almost broke them. It was like so hard to do because yeah. it was a marionette setup and mechanical engineering and everything like a like a race car on it. It was amazing. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's like we were, we were saying, the, the thing with the Muppets is they didn't need special effects or green screen. They didn't have that. So they no. had to actually make everything happen. And that's what was the magic of the Muppets is that they're like, how are they doing this? But they're just doing it and they figured it out. And they I think did. that must have been like, at the end of the day, they must have been really proud of themselves. They and I hope be. they were. Well, Chelsea, you're a really, really good crafter. Like a yeah. very good crafter. And you do crafts for birthday parties, gifts, like whatever you do in your I like house. Making stuff. Right. And you, there is I'm a not sense. acting right now. I need a creative outlet. Exactly. That's why I made a fireplace. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my Taste Buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Trends come, trends go, but style, that lasts. And this season, Lee's bringing iconic styles to you in fits that add a little spring to your step. Denim for all the days, chore coats that are anything but, and western shirts that snap on and take on whatever you do. We're talking gotta haves for everyone serious about their trip. These are styles born to be reworn now and for years to come. Visit lee.com, that's lee.com to shop spring now. Hey, 
Anyway, where are we at? Okay, we are at... As I say, we're at the, we're at the pinnacle. We're at the, we're at the conflict <laughs> resolution. <It's happening. laughs> we're at the cusp, the most exciting part. Okay, so they get in. They shimmy up the drain pipe. Miss Piggy is on her way, too. She gets out of oh, jail. Oh, yeah, Miss Piggy breaks herself out of jail with nothing yeah. but brute strength. She pulls those bars apart. Pulls the bars apart. And she, again, feminist icon. Icon. She, she can do anything. She just takes As a is proved. She can be a secretary. She yep. can be a high fashion model. Yep. She can Rob She can sing and dance. Mm-hmm. She can swim. Mm. She can do it all. And now we're she getting a couple. She heels. Yeah. And now we're getting a little more. She's going to drive a cement mixer. Yeah. She drives a cement mixer and then drives a motorcycle. That's what we're getting to. So she's in the, she gets, she gets out of jail. Yeah. Bars open, hijacks a car or no, no I'm hijacks sorry, a cement, a cement mixer. mixer. Yeah. Cement mixer runs out of gas. Yep. Rude. So obnoxious. And then she needs a ride to get to the Mallory Gallery to help her friends. Lo and behold, out of a stunt motorcycle with a matching, like, glittery helmet and suit. Just right there. Oh, and that's what we were talking about. The, the magic of the Muppets is because there, there was something not only just watching the movies. It, that's there and that's wonderful. But you can also appreciate the work into it. Like, I know CGI and effects and all that stuff. We, we, we kind of take it for granted because it's just like, oh, this is supposed to be the world and here's a world with a dinosaur in it yeah but with the muppets you could see every stitch sometimes in those puppets or the you could understand that the gears were working at a certain pace and so you saw the craft while it was being performed and even sometimes it's in like not a negative way but when you see that this miss piggy is suddenly a little bit bigger and you know that it's like a stuntman <laughs> in a pig costume it's so fun and it just makes it all more like it makes it a little more fun it's and you didn't so... notice that as a kid but as a grown-up you're like that's funny. like wow yeah maybe i could fit in that because i'm five feet you know yeah. like, you're like i'm wondering how tall the stunt performer is and you know are they union yeah you know so can i do it Okay, so um so okay miss piggy comes again not subtle she crashes through the gorgeous stained, stained glass, glass window. window at the Mallory Gallery. And at this... On her stunt motorcycle, doing the tricks and the flips. Yes. She can do anything. She can do it all. So then it becomes a baseball game to try and... Because Charles Grodin has beautifully, tactfully caught gracefully the ball diamond. The baseball, baseball diamond. diamond that's... Which was in a glove, yes. Which I don't think I'd ever noticed. No, and I didn't realize baseball diamond was a pun. Yeah, it's such a, a dumb joke. So good. Until you said it to me today. I, know. I was like, wow, you're right. <laughs> So then they're playing catch with it and they're throwing it to try to keep it keep away from Charles Grodin. And so it becomes a mini baseball game with all the Muppets. It's great. It's so good. Miss Piggy comes in because Charles Grodin then brings out a real live gun. Yeah, and he's going to take Kermit. He's going to take Kermit and a gun can shoot a person or a Muppet. Good. It really... Uh, no guns. No. Get the guns out of never, here. Never, ever guns. Never guns. Um, and so then I also like... I just watched a movie recently and it was a kid's movie and they had a gun in it. I was like, why? Why are we doing this? Like, why do we need... I digress. I have like a real, real issue with guns in this world. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's okay. I, I recently got, Sully got for his birthday a like fireman water hose mm-hmm, squirt mm-hmm, gun, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited about because it's not a gun. But mm-hmm. what else do you call it? A squirt? It's a squirt, water toy. Yeah. It's a squirt gun. Squirt and you're like, hose, I feel... Yeah. But, but I'm glad well, that this one isn't a gun. No, I know. Because Lewis said to me, too, he's like, Mom, why don't you like that? I was like, we don't have any in the house. We don't have any toys with it. I did tell him I was at a laser ball or, like, paintball thing, and I accidentally got shot in, in like, the off-free zone where you don't supposed to hurt anybody, and I burst into tears and had to be taken out. And I was an adult woman. I was 34. <laughs> and I have, such a, I have such a fear, and I don't think it's fun to play that game. I don't yeah, think it's fun. Laser tag I can get behind. Yeah, Lewis was like, Mom, try laser tag. And I was like, I can't. I can't. No. Yeah. Just being chased by something. Yeah, I don't love that either. I'm just too... Guys, I'm too sensitive. 
<laughs> we know this. The listeners know. Yes. You know, I'm too sensitive. <laughs> Your son gets that from you. I know. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. He's so sensitive. Our sensitive boy. It is. That's so funny, too, guys. It's like, so Chelsea knows every detail of Lewis because we were co-parenting with him during COVID. And he is the most, he can't see anything scary. No, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. He can't watch the full movie of the Cars Disney movie. We can only watch after Frank the Combine <laughs> leaves because he's so scary. That's my kid. Okay. Very sweet. He won't be watching this movie because there is a gun. No, he'll watch it eventually, but um, he'll be scared at this part because Charles Grodin pulls out a gun on Kermit, but then Miss Piggy saves the day because she runs in through the motorcycle, knocks the him over. Glass, gets the him. And then Charles Grodin... She knocks him out. Oh, no, they all fall over. And then somebody knocks Charles Grodin out with the um, baseball the diamond. Baseball diamond. Yeah. And then Miss Piggy uses Muppet Kung Fu on the ladies. Oh, the, the, the Miss Piggy Kung Fu is always is the best part. Exquisite. We, in, in my house growing up, canceled the show. Hi-ya! <laughs> yeah. Muppet Sick Manhattan was there all the time. That, yeah. was, that was... You use hi-ya everywhere. I do, don't yeah, I? Yeah, it's great. Hi-ya. Yeah, no, it's great. I love that. I mean, I, I like it. Don't give me guns, but give me physical hi-ya physical, karate bites. Yeah, I'll, I'll punch you in the face. Yeah. Um, okay, so I've then... No. I don't know, the idea of punching someone, that just sounds like it hurts my hand, and I'm not It does, I think. But, like, yeah, I mean, there's got to be something satisfying about it. People do it. Or, like, a punching bag. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've done that once or twice, but I didn't... <laughs> that's soft. We have different levels of violence that we're comfortable with, yep. you know? And that's it. Okay, so then at this point, after she does her karate, the cops finally come, and... There's there's this like end where Charles Grodin is saying, you know, he loves her. He's so sorry he had to do this to her. And Miss Piggy says to him, somehow along the road, I found the difference between wrong and right. You're wrong and he's right. And she's looking at Kermie. Oh, Kermie. And then they're together. And the last thing I wrote is Muppets get a flight home and their luggage dropped over the USA. Yeah. <laughs> They'll parachute home. Yeah. Well, that's, that's more realistic, right? And there's, there's a happy together. ending. Yeah. All the Muppets go back to to America. America. And then what? Um, no, Columbo. We forgot Columbo talks to oh, Kermie. Yeah. That was a scam. Columbo talks to Kermie when he's upset with Miss Piggy and tries to sell him like illegal watches. That's true. That was a great scam. Yeah, Peter Falk's there. Yes. Columbo himself. Yeah. And the, the funny thing about that one is like even in the list of cameos at the end, they don't list him. It's like they just don't? this like little like. Just for us. Just a little like popcorn nugget. You know, That's everybody right. at the time knew Columbo was huge. Right. But like, why wouldn't you put that in the credits? Don't you have to? It's Isn't that a sag law? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this is this might be Muppet law. You yeah, know, Muppet law has got different. It's they so got their own rules. It's all over the place and lots of kung fu. So then, so then at the end of the day, did they find the diamonds as well that were in the missing necklace? Um, I don't know I that they so. necessarily addressed that. But I have to assume so. I think so. I think I, I mean, yeah. if the cops are involved, they're going to work to They'll get the rich people's property back. Yeah, they work for the rich. Yeah. What were you thinking? Um, okay, and so then Charles is in jail. The sister's disappointed, like always. Um, does she? I don't even remember the end. I think I was like typing I don't, on this I don't, notes. I, I just think it's like. It's just over. I think like they get caught, the cops take them away, they fly back to America. I don't think we. Great. No, see, no, I don't no. think we see the full resolution. Okay. You can just make assumptions. You I just want the more Lady Holiday. I just want more Lady Holiday. Yeah. I just like want her to go back to her apartment, see what her house is like. Oh yeah, <laughs> her house is gorgeous, isn't it? So okay, and then and then Kermie and Miss Piggy solidify their love, and that is 
how I look at relationships. <laughs> you it's know? True. I also like it in the middle of the movie, right after the scene with Columbo, when they're having the, the they break the fourth wall and they're like, Piggy, you're oh. overacting. You're really hamming it up. <gasps> we forgot about that part. We that part's did. gold. And I... Because she's like, please, please, please. Yes. And then, good. and they're fighting. They are. And then A the, Muppet fight is um, so good. You were telling me. Yeah, the, I'm saying the Muppet part. fight is... The only thing better than a Muppet fight is a full Muppet flail. Yeah. Like, you know, when Kermit introduces the Muppet show and just goes, yay! <laughs> I, I know this is a podcast and they can't hear me. It's all about the flailing arms. Her arms are flailing, her head's going back and forth as if she has no bones. And that's the funniest part. Oh, <laughs> if only we had no bones. Oh, if only. Oh, it'd be so much easier. Just like flop around. So when Miss Piggy, okay, so they have a fight and then Miss Piggy starts crying at the end of the fight because she's so frustrated. That's what I do in fights. <laughs> Again, Same. this movie changed my life. Yeah, I was like, going to say, I don't, I, I don't get very mad. And if I do, I just end up crying. Yeah, at yeah. the very end of the fight, I just start crying. And then, then you get comforted by your Kermit, hopefully, yeah. if you're lucky. And then you can like come to your senses. And then you get like the Muppet like breath. <gasps> yes. And then you hug and then you're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry too. And then you um, get on with the movie. And then you ride a bicycle. You, you know? Ride a bike, yeah. That's how love works. There's so much, so much of this. And I really like that, you know, Piggy's happy to do crime, you know, happy to lie. And then Kermit's happy to love her the way she is. It's true. And and he might go undercover as a fake detective. Like, that's as far as he'll go. But it's all in the pursuit of justice. Yeah. You know, and love. Look, we all we all have to lie from time to time. We all have to lie. When Chelsea was over, we looked at a picture, uh, this really goofy picture of my son, that he looks just like one of the characters in Robin Hood. And oh, we were talking about how we were so in love with Robin Hood growing up. And Robin Hood was a lying cheat, and he's hot as hell. He was a foxy fox. Such a foxy cartoon. I mean, and also, like, let's not take anything away from the Maid Marian fox. Like, so just remember gorgeous. in that one scene where they, they close up on her eyes, and they've got the, he's got the lashes? She's, yeah. Foxy foxes. Iconic. And she has, like, the, again, she has, like, a chiffon veil. Mm-hmm. I know. I would and probably the pastels, be, yeah. Yes, I'd be cast as the chicken. <laughs> I was going to say, Lady, Lady Clock, though, she can do no wrong. <laughs> And also, I did say that as like, yes, as a kid, I probably had a crush on Robin Hood. I think now I'm more likely to go for uh, Little John. Yeah. He's the comedic relief. He's got a, a nice belly. He's got a folk band. He's, he's going to make me feel small. <laughs> he's going to swing me around. Give me dance. a bear. Oh, yeah. That part when him and Lady Clock get dancing. Oh, it's good. I just want to be swung around all day long. Yeah. You know. Well, and like I always laughed at the scene in the beginning where I think, I, oh, Robin Hood grabs onto the tree and Little John grabs onto his ankles and they fling up into the tree together. That's funny. Because oh, yeah. that couldn't actually happen. No, 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 no. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. comedy. I just want to be lifted all the time. And Prince know? John is such a good comedic villain. A prince, the one who's the the um the lion? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Sir Hiss. Guys, we're switching. <laughs> now we're talking about Robin Hood. I was going to say, they're their own scammers. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Oh, Sir Hiss is so good. It's all done so well. Yeah, so... I like kids' movies, I guess. I don't know. I love kids' movies. I was going to say, maybe it's because we have them, so we have to watch them. No. But then sometimes they're really good. Well, there was a thing where I was like, I couldn't wait to watch kids' movies when Lou would let me watch them. Like, he didn't didn't care about... um, At one point, he wanted to watch The Little Mermaid, and Alan was like, is this your dream? Like, is this your dream? Like, sitting in your bed in all the blankets and pillows, watching Little Mermaid with your son? I was like, yes. (laughs) Yes, singing, yes. Well, a lot of times, like, if I pick something that I want to put on that's maybe a little nostalgic for me, he, like, won't sit through it. He'll be like, no, I don't want to watch this. I want to watch Blippi. Ugh. But the other day... Blippi's a scam. Probably, but, you know, good for him. No, he... I don't know. He entertains my kid. Okay. But do you know about his whole thing about, like, lying to all the parents? He did live Blippi? 
when it was the other actor? No, he, he did, well, we'll cover this another day because I haven't, well, I wanted to cover Blippi yet because he does entertain kids. So I didn't want to like put shame on him, but he created a huge like live event and then never showed up. Oh. Never like cost all these people money. Everybody waited in line and he just like ditched on them or had some other guy come in. Yeah. Yeah. And he also like did like a video from years ago where he pooped on someone. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> oh, you've seen it? Yeah, like they had, they've taken it down several times, but at some point Mikey found out when we found out about the thing. And like, I didn't watch the whole thing. I was like, that's good. That's enough. I see oh, what's no. happening. And I'm like, live your dreams. Do what you want. Oh, I hate that guy. No, I, um, yeah, we, we say no Blippi in the house. And so now it's become like an obsession with Lewis that he goes to somebody else's house and he can watch Blippi. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> how I used to be with like R-rated movies. Um, but yeah. Anyway, hate Blippi, love the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> what was the point of that, though? That, oh, like, sometimes they oh sit through our because, stuff. but the other day, he sat through the new Chip and Dale movie, which was awesome. It was really fun. Well, that Highly was recommend. I saw it, too. That was one where they point the gun right at the camera. Oh, I guess there were some guns And I was that, like, but why? Why do you need that? It was really fun. It was really fun. It was really nostalgic. Yeah. I know. Um, well, and then we watched, we went back and watched some of the Rescue Rangers, and uh, Sully loves the theme song now. You just hear him go, yeah it's very good i don't think that the theme music in anything these days or ever before or since has been as good as like the late 80s early 90s ducktales forget it i don't know the words oh so good what else and tailspin like all of those after it was like in the same like it was like darkwing duck ducktales yeah Rescue Rangers and Tailspin, I think, so were the so were like good. Were, it was like the after school chunk on whatever so channel. So good, was. so good. In Kids Incorporated, even like let's go way back. I loved sure. Kids Incorporated. <laughs> I liked it more than Mickey Mouse Club. It also goes back to like the jingles and commercials and everything. Then, like, give me that people listen the to big red freshness, big red, the Mentos, the juicy fruit. Yeah, double. Double, double make gum. Uh-huh. Oh, I guess all the gum ones. Yeah, man. Give me the moment of fun. I don't know. Double make gum. Yeah. The light man for the right man. There it is. The light man for the right man. <laughs> for the right man. Oh my God, yeah. I well, see, and, and Juicy Fruit. Juicy Fruit is gonna move ya. It's just a tweet. It gets right to ya. Juicy Fruit. It's just a gonna move ya. Yes. Uh, this is why we need more, more triple threats on this podcast because I have not sung with anyone else. Because we will sing you some jingles. Jingles. Well, also because you were, you never skipped commercial. You weren't allowed to skip commercials. Yeah, you couldn't. So it was like, it had to be good or you're going to be hated. Yeah. Ugh. Well, and, and the Muppet songs in the Muppet movies were incredible. Oh, yeah. Like, that's also amazing. So we're watching since just the opening shot of Kermit and... um. Fozzie Bear, and I start to tear up right away because the Muppets always make me cry. And it's a beautiful orchestra, that song. And I'm like, this is unheard of. Like, just the amount of work in this. Yeah. The amount of man hours. It's gorgeous. And it, that, like, the Miss Piggy, that's, no, 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 Miss Piggy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's it's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And, like, okay, Kermit's got that great, like, Fred Astaire Put, putting on his hat and tails number. Oh, my God, yeah. And the big opening number with all the humans dancing with the Muppets. You got Sweetums there. Oh, my gosh, yes. It's so good. And then the Happiness Hotel. How does that song go? Welcome Hello home to the Happiness Hotel. Hotel. Oh, and then I was mentioning that at the end of that, when, like, the number ends, and then Sam the Eagle sticks his head out and just says, you are all weirdos. Yeah. And that's what I say to my kid pretty much daily. Yeah, that's, like, the basis of our parenting. Yeah, you know? it's like, because kids are weird. <laughs> They're so weird. And it's But it's said with love, you know? It is. Just like that eagle. That scary, yeah. scary eagle. 
he made me nervous as a kid. I was like, well, yeah. he could peck an eye out. Well, I mean, and also he would definitely be a Republican. So <laughs> I get it. So many things. So many things. He's like so patriotic and uh, all about the American way. You know, like he'd just be like, capitalism, yay. Yeah, yeah. Wait, okay. So for the movie, what was your favorite scam out of all the scams we covered? What was your favorite part? My, my, my favorite scam is Piggy pretending to be Lady Holiday. Yes. It's just good. Uh, yeah, mine was her being a synchronized swimmer. Oh, her, that is You know, good, like yeah. that moment of like a fashion model singer. Like that really was a scam to herself because it was in her daydream. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh no, but I loved it when she broke into the house. That was... Well, you, that's, see, that's that's part of that scam part of it, to me. Because it it's like the whole pretending to be Lady Holiday and like, you know, because it starts she, in the office. And she commits to it. She commits. I think, and you believe... you you. Karma believes her. Of course he does. Course. I believe her. And I know she's lying. Yes. Well, all you can do, too, is hope that if you're somebody to break into a house, that the people won't mind. You know, I mean, that's really the best case scenario. Just like, oh, look, <laughs> some excitement for the evening. Just like picking a frog. <laughs> I would love to break in and enter, and it'd be a delight for the people I see. You know, yeah. not to be... Just like, I, I'm not here to cause any trouble. I'm just, I have to scam my boyfriend I have to here. impress this. Actually, my aunt did that. My aunt, no, not breaking it, not breaking it, not breaking it. <laughs> Doesn't so, went to someone's house and said, can I pretend I live here? Kind of. I'm okay. trying to impress Okay, someone. so she lived, so this was in the 60s. I mean, we've all probably done some version of it. Of this. course. We're of all course. pretending to be somewhere You get off at sometime. a subway stop early or whatever. But she was in the 60s. She was an unemployed actress, a little too similar to myself. Um, but she had zero dollars. Okay, it's, it's sounding very close. But, <laughs> <laughs> but she lived in this really fancy apartment building in the maid's quarters, they called it. It was like the old, old, oh, old sure. maid's quarters. And it was actually like, probably what apartments are now in New York City. But at the time, it was just a small closet that mm -hmm. she shared with somebody. There wasn't even a real kitchen. There was like a bathroom in the hallway. So really, she rented a closet and that was her apartment. So when men would come and pick her up for dates, they'd drive to this apartment building and she'd come down the stairs and they'd be like, oh my God, this is so fancy. And they didn't know that. She, and she'd never invite them back because she was like a good girl, but also because she had no space. Yeah, she was like, you don't fit in my apartment. <laughs> There's what five other people in there. Yeah, <laughs> which I guess is a scam. A lot of teenagers, you know, I'm like uh, performers pull in Brooklyn too. You know, we all live in lofts or we yeah. did on top of each other. But um, she did that and was like, it was the best thing ever. Now. I don't think it got her anywhere in her life, but she felt good doing it. You know, yeah. it gave her that boost. Yeah, it was like, you probably get to live in a nice neighborhood then. That's yeah. something. And I she guess. felt glamorous. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of, there's a lot of my childhood of like, no, I don't have what I want, but I'm going to fucking act like I do. Okay. Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. I love it. Sure. Yeah. It's the best. So yes, Miss Piggy's my favorite. I do love a Columbo with a watch. I yeah. really loved it. Columbo's just like gets down, wants to be friends with Kermie. He, well, he's doing a very serious acting moment too. Serious. He is, he is I mean, I acting know. the only way we think he knows how. Yeah, the only, the, his his bread and butter. Yeah. And then he pulls out a bunch of fake watches. That was one of my favorite moments. Yeah, that's I was like, good. God. And the visual of it just like clunking around. Mm -hmm. just, the, the Muppets did such a good job with like props and weight of things, like things dropping, things falling, things smashing into things. It's such a funny thing that you don't see with people. Like people can only yeah. run into so many buildings, <laughs> but the Muppets, you're just pieces of fabric. They're just thrown and smashed and yeah. bonked and noses caught in elevators. And it's so good. And like the kink of that, because yeah. Muppets is like, you should try this. And you're like, I'm not going to kink shame you, but that's weird. Yes, yes, <laughs> it was very phallic. It was so funny. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I guess his whole nose is. His whole relationship with Camilla the chicken, I don't understand it. I'm no, here for you. You guys there. love each other. Yeah. And isn't a rat involved with the chicken too? 
No, he's just like, Rizzo's just gone as like best friend. Okay. I mean, I don't know, maybe. I thought he had a couple chicken girlfriends. But you know, I it mean, could be it wouldn't surprise way. me. Who knows? Who knows? I, I, as far as I know, no, but that I haven't, I, I, I haven't seen it all that often. I mean, I've well, seen most of recent, it. Yeah, within the last hour. Yeah, know, if like it's like, <laughs> it wasn't in Caper, it's not in Muppets Take Manhattan. Those are the two I probably yeah. know best. Um, And then, of course, we never talked about like the two old men that were commentating the whole time. Oh, yeah, Statler and Waldorf. Iconic. Yeah. Iconic. And you don't. Those old homos. You, so sweet, so old. Happy so Pride. Horrible. Happy <laughs> Pride. <laughs> like I'm just like nobody like no two straight men are that snarky no 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 and no, like no, funny no. about it yeah 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 and do a good job yeah you know they're really they good hecklers they try <laughs> it's so funny well I think we covered it I think we did <laughs> I think that movie is a uh, a plus gamwell material right there exact and really the being of me like the 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 what do you call the it? The core of who the you core are. The core of who I am and how I operate in life. Yeah, I'm a Muppet living in a human world. I hear you. Yeah, and it's tough, you know? Oh, at one point, I'm like, I guess we, there's, like, I learned there's, like, there are chaos Muppets and order Muppets. Huh. Which I think is very interesting. So, like, Straight men got, crazy. Yeah. Mm. So, you've got, like, the animals and the Swedish chefs and the piggies who are, like, chaos. Mm-hmm. And you've got, like, the Kermit and the Scooter and the Rolf who are, like, very order Muppets. Oh, uh, what about the Muppet that the one I love is like the person in the costume that's in that big shaggy like Sweetums. Oh chaos. my god, chaos! Absolute but he chaos. also was trying really hard. But he's he like, is. please include me. <laughs> he's, they're all so sweet. They've they're all such so good hearts. Sweet. They're so sweet. Oh, and I did say there's an iconic moment when Miss Biggie in the swimming scene is on a lily pad and everyone's swimming around her. And I think that is just like my fantasy in life. Like if I could just be on a lily pad and people swim around me, like I've made it. Let's make it happen. This, Let's make it happen. This summer in the Astoria <laughs> pool. We're gonna, Come you're on, wear listeners. Glitter, you're, gonna, you're gonna wear a glittery swimsuit. <laughs> on a I'll lily sw- pad. <laughs> if nobody else, me, Sully and Lou, swimming around you. They'll be like, mom, mom, mom. <laughs> I know. They will not cooperate. No. But it, it will be part pool. of it. It'll be part of it, you know? It'll be perfect. In your mind, it'll be that. Yeah, and that's what matters. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> did we go off the rails a little bit? We probably We're did. We're just a couple of chaos Muppets. Just like, just, yeah, we are genuinely chaos Muppets. Um, Guys, let us know what you, what is your favorite Muppet movie? Did you watch this? What did you think? I always want people to watch and respond. And we always have our hot tip hotline, which we haven't had many phone calls recently. And I <laughs> love a phone call because I want, you know, it's like we're connecting. And that number is 347-509-9414. And I want to play our next mailbag a bunch of, we got some great emails. We got some messages, Instagram messages, Twitter messages, but I want to have some phone calls too because yeah. I want to connect, you know? Talk Muppets. It's tough times. Tell us what Muppet you are. Yeah. <laughs> and Chelsea, where can people find you if they want to see all your gorgeous stuff on social media? Your Instagram handle? Yeah, let's see. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is it Chelsea Whitelock or Chelsea Whitelock? First of all, I'm Chelsea with a Y. Yes, which so I had wrong yep. the first that's okay, everybody yeah. Yes, well, because we also live in New York, so yeah. you're, it should be Chelsea, like the hotel the in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea, with a Y, C-H-E-L-S-E-Y, Whitelock, W-H-I-T-E-L-O-C-K. Great. It was really fun when I had platinum blonde hair and I had white locks. I felt like it was really apropos. You're going to get there. I know. We're going to get there. I'm going to be blonde again. You know? We're, it, by, like, next summer, we're both going to be just a blonde In two weeks, gang. you could be blonde. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I need a little length there. All right. Amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, Jesse. And thank you to our Patreon patrons. We have some more really exciting episodes coming out. Bye! Bye!
Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No. She was sent here anonymously. Mm-mm, not she. They, maybe? W- wait. I've never seen anything like this. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. My grandfather was a journalist back in the 60s and 70s. He specialized in strange stories. Who are they? How are they connected to the skeleton? Play the tape. You'll see. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often? Every night.